0: Welcome to the Aiden Mari Podcast and thank you for listening. This is a podcast where we like to explore faith, the Bible, and trying to better follow Jesus. This podcast is a collection of sermons, interviews, and also me just rambling about different things about Christianity or what's on my mind or conversations we're having. We're trying to upload weekly, so hopefully that happens. So I hope you enjoy and let's get on with this week's episode. Started this new series called The Greatest Show. It's based on the movie The Greatest Showman. Do you guys know what The Greatest Showman is? It's about this guy. Yeah, circus. P.T. Barnum started the circus. True story. It's kind of about his life. It's a musical. And last week we saw him going out and he called out all these freaks and weirdos and people who were outcast. And he called them into something greater. And we talked about how that's something Jesus did. How Jesus actually went out, called us, brought us out, brought out the people who don't feel like they belong. Maybe you don't fit in. Maybe life isn't going the way you want. And he called us to him. And that's kind of what we're talking about. And, and the movie starts like that and then it slows down on this guy named Philip. Now, ladies, you might know a boy by the name of Zach Ephron. And uh, Zac Efron's character is a guy named Philip, and, and what is happening is he's incredibly rich. Um, he has tons of parties. He's, he's got everything he wants, ladies, everything. But deep down, the dude knows he's missing something. And P.T. Barnum sees him, and he's like, I can help this guy out. And, and, and so he goes, and he confronts him. And it's a musical, so this is a song. Uh, yeah, I know. The boys are like, oh. But, what, but what's being said is actually super deep. And I want you to actually read the words that are there and read this conversation between these two guys. Why don't you guys check it out? And that's where it ends. And, and you might be able to guess what happens. Uh, Philip says yes. And he actually says yes to joining PT in his circus. And he goes against what his parents want. He goes against what his friends say and he goes against the lifestyle he's been living, and he chooses to actually follow PT and what he does, and he plays an incredibly important role in actually making the circus work as the story goes on. And, and, and like that, I, I want to highlight something, that, that he felt trapped, that the only reason he didn't want to follow PT was because he went, dude, I'm living good. And, and, and as PT starts to dig into him and go, really? Because you're just like parting it up Miserable. You think you got everything you want, money, fame, popularity, girls, whatever you think you want, and it's not fulfilling you. And then he actually shows his hand. He, he actually shows PT that the only reason he doesn't want to join the circus is because he's afraid of what people are going to think about him. And he actually says this. He says, I don't want to be the talk of the clown, uh, the talk of the town, another one of those clowns. And he's actually scared. Because back in this day, To do what PT was doing was incredibly disgraceful, awkward. You would be outcast, and you'd be the farthest thing from fitting in and cool. And it actually holds him up Is I don't want to let go of this life I've built. You don't understand what this is going to cost me if I actually follow you. And I think that for us, that's a lot what it's like with Jesus, where where we go to school, and, and we hear about Jesus here, and we're like, okay, this all sounds sweet. Like, follow Jesus, like he died for me, he loves me, that's great but I actually don't know what to do with that because I go to school and it is not cool to follow Jesus. Like to turn the other cheek, to love my enemies, and not to mention just the amount of bullying that I'm going to receive because I've changed my lifestyle to follow Jesus, like to stop swearing, to stop um, making inappropriate jokes, to stop gossiping, (laughs) to stop chasing after girls to actually care more about other people than myself. You don't know what that's going to cost me. And I think that often we're like Philip, and we're held up, and Jesus is coming to us saying, hey, follow me, join what I'm doing. And we're like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know if I can actually, I don't know if I can actually, I can actually do that. And here's my main point. Tonight I want you to remember this. There we go. The only way to live a life of meaning is to find your meaning in Jesus. Meaning that the only way you can live a life that has any value at all is to actually put all of your meaning in Jesus. It means to forget about what people think because you're not going to find happiness there. You're not going to find purpose. You're just wasting your life. And to actually find your life in Jesus. And so I, I, I want to talk about the story. So Jesus is going around. He's preaching. He's doing what Jesus does, talking to people about God. Um, and it, it comes to this story, and Jesus says this really weird backwards thing in the Bible, and he says this. He says, if you cling to your life, you'll lose it. And that's such a weird thought, because cause we hear that, and it's, it's like, it doesn't make sense. Like, if I hold on to my life, I'm going to lose my wife. Doesn't it make sense that if I hold on to my life with all that I have, that it's actually going to, like, stay with me? And what Jesus is saying is, no, man. That's actually not even close to to what it's actually going to look like. Because here's the thing, you can't hold on to your life. And, And you're looking around and you think these things in your life are actually going to satisfy you. And you're like, man, if I just had this, then I would have everything. If I just could win one more round of Fortnite, Lord, I would be happy. If I just could get that boy, if I just could hang out with that friend group, then I would have everything I want. And what Jesus is saying to us here is you need to think of life like this, like quicksand. And the thing about quicksand is you get in it, you're stuck, right? And, and, and you're sinking deeper and deeper as time goes by. So what do you do? You freak out. You're like, all right, I'm sinking. <laughs> I better get out of this thing. So you try and get out. But the thing about quicksand is the more you try to get out, the worse it gets. The deeper you get in the quicksand. And so you're sitting there and you're like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? And you keep trying to set yourself free and you can't. And that's what Jesus is saying here. He's saying essentially that, that what you're filling your life with, the things you think you care about, sports, um, friends, being liked, dating, whatever it is that's for you, Fortnite, might be Fortnite. God's going, this thing that you're filling all of your time with, all of your, all of your effort with, is you just trying to get out of the quicksand. Because here's the thing, we all are brutally aware of something deep down. It's it's that life is short. And if you don't know it yet, you're going to. You're headed that way where eventually, soon enough, you're going to find out life is too short. Some of you are going to lose friends of yours before you're done high school. Some of you are going to lose family members this year. Some of you are going to go through horrible things that make you realize life is so incredibly short. And all these things we're trying to fill our life with that we're trying to hold on to, we're trying to make something for ourselves. it actually isn't pulling us out of the sand of death, it's actually making it worse. And and it's kind of like Febreze, where Febreze doesn't actually make anything smell better, right? It it actually just covers up the horrible smell. It's like that kid in school who just found out what Axe cologne is, and he grabs a bottle of Axe and he smells, and he's just like, you know what? Instead of showering, (laughs) I'm just gonna douse myself in axe. And you smell these people, and it is way worse to douse yourself in axe while you smell than to actually just smell in general. And that's what we do with our life. It's like, it's like quicksand. We, we're trying to fill it with stuff. We're trying to hold on to it, but the more we hold on to it, the deeper we get, and the more lost we are. And Jesus is saying, Are you tired of trying? to do what the world tells you to do? Are you tired of doing what people make you think you're supposed to do? Aren't you tired of trying to feel something and just not feeling it? Like you're, you're trying to feel accepted and loved and you just don't. And you've done everything everybody tells you to and it's not working. And God's going, look, you're trying to hold on to this thing. It's not going to work. And then he continues. He's not done. He says this in the next line. He says, if you let your life go, then you will save it. So you're trying to cling on to your life, but if you actually just let it go, that's actually when you actually get what you're looking for. And see, here's the thing about quicksand. The struggling makes it worse, right? And the thing about quicksand is that you need to actually stop moving. And you need to trust that someone else is going to get you out of there. Because you can't get out of it by yourself. You can't make yourself happy. You cannot find the meaning and purpose of life in all these things that you're trying to find it in. And you're going to get it. And then what? And so Jesus is saying look, you need someone on the outside to pull you up from where you are, because you're not getting anywhere. And, and so you look around, and you look who's there, and you see nobody. There's nobody on the outside. Everybody you know is trapped in this mess, except for one dude. And you're Philip, and he's P.T. Barnum, and his name is Jesus, and he's sitting on the outside going, dude, <laughs> will you just take my hand? Because you're stuck in the sand, man, and you're in it. And if you just took it, I could actually pull you out. Because you're not getting out on your own. You're trying to find the meaning of life and all this stuff that doesn't matter, that isn't going to satisfy you. And if you actually just let go of it and grabbed onto me, held on to me, gave me your life, you'd actually find your life. Because all these things, when you die, aren't going with you. Nobody's going to care if you were in the NHL a thousand years from now. Nobody's going to care if you were number one in Fortnite again a thousand years from now. Nobody's going to care if you dated that boy a thousand years from now. Nobody's going to care if those girls make fun of you a thousand years from now. Because a thousand years from now, you're going to be long dead in the sand. And the only thing that's actually going to matter is if you were holding on to Jesus. Because he's the only one who can pull you out. And he's the only one who can draw you out. And at the end of your life, the only thing in this life you can take with you Is your relationship with Jesus and I want to ask you are you actually trusting him because you're just gonna fill your life with wasted time and I don't want you to waste it and I I want you to be aware that this stuff that people are telling you you need to do isn't true grades aren't the most important thing some of you are like yes some of you are like sad because you're trying so hard to get a good grade and it's important but it's not actually the ultimate thing. It shouldn't be where you find your value. It shouldn't be where you find life. In fact, you won't find it there. It shouldn't be in hockey or football or soccer or baseball. Sorry, but winning championships is fun, but it doesn't actually matter. It shouldn't be in boys or girls because the problem is eventually you're going to be married to someone. Things are going to get hard, and you're going to have to, like, have something more than just warm feelings to make it through. It's got to be more than what the people around you think because if you just are a slave to what other people think, you're owned by everybody and you've got no control over your life. And Jesus is going, man, if you just let go, if you just stop trying, if you actually just gave your life to me, you'd find the thing that you've been looking for and all these other things. He's not done. He's got one more thing. Uh, He says this. He says, and what do you benefit if you gain the whole world? but you lose your own soul. And I've talked about this, that everything in this world is passing and you can't take it with you when you die. And the only thing you can take with you is Jesus. And see, when I, when I was growing up, when I was in middle school, I hit grade six. I grew up in a Christian home. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm done with this Jesus thing. I want to pursue these other things. So I was like, I want to be popular. Somewhere down the line, I stopped being popular. I want to be popular. So... I became really popular. And in grade eight, when I was popular, I went, I'm not happy. (laughs) It's gotta be because I need to get a girlfriend and like the right girl. And so I dated a bunch of girls (laughs) in grade nine hit. And I looked around and I went, I'm not happy. Well, it must be because of sports. So I won a football championship. I became captain on my hockey team. I was like, there, that'll make me happy. Grade 10 hit. (laughs) I wasn't happy still. I still felt empty. And it was at that point that I realized that what I've been missing this whole time was the thing I left behind in grade six was Jesus. And ever since then, I've been passionately following him. And I've been trying to do what he wants me to, and I'm not perfect at all. Hear this. I am a mess. I screw up all the time. But the thing is that when I actually follow Jesus, that's when I found everything that I was looking for and everything else including Fortnite. <laughs> and, and I really want you to hear that because you waste so much of your time thinking about these things that don't matter. And it's not that they're bad. I want you to hear me. Sports, grades, dating, uh, Fortnite is good. Like, it's fun. It's not bad. But it's not what you can build your life on. It's not going to give you what you're looking for. And if that's what you make the most important thing in your life where if you lose it, you lose your identity... Jesus is going, look, when you gain it all, when you die, what does it matter if you lose your soul in eternity or if you miss the point of life or if you didn't actually follow me? And I look at you with tears in my eyes going, why didn't you just reach up from the sand and take my hand? And Jesus, because he loves you, is going to give you what you chose. You chose to live a life without him, and he's going, man, there's so much more to life than the things that you think matter. And I know that's hard. It's the beginning of a new school year, so you're thinking, oh yeah, I've got all these things I want to do this year. And I think it's good to take a step back and go, I'm at youth. I'm here. And I can choose to let all of this, to let youth, to let everything this year just stay here. And I move on. I go to school. I go back to my life. I pursue the things I want to do, the things that are easy, that feel good, that, that give me instant happiness. And then continually feel like something's missing. Or I could make this the thing. I could make Jesus and my relationship with him the most important thing in my life this year. And actually give it a shot. Because I promise you this. That if you actually devote yourself this year to Jesus. If you actually devote yourself to this place. To this people. You'll actually be satisfied. And you won't even want to go back to the things you used to. But the thing is Jesus is holding his hand. He's going I'm not going to grab it for you. I'm going to let you choose. But. You gotta choose. And Jesus is calling us to this new way of living. And and he, he displayed it. He showed us what it looks like. And, and you're going, what? How? So because, because of sin, because of our mistakes, every time we've ever hurt someone, every time we've ever hurt ourselves, there's this problem. Like you look around in the world and we can all agree that there's evil in it. Like we've seen it. And what happened is because of all of our mistakes, every time we lied. Even if it didn't seem like that big of a deal, every time we cheated, every time we stole, every time we lusted, it actually cost something. And it actually cost us our own lives. And the Bible talks about how the cost of that decision is actually death. Because we bring death into the world through our actions. And that comes back. And it ultimately gets us. And what Jesus did is he came back and he saw that we had this massive debt. It was like a massive Millions of dollars of debt that you could never pay off, even if you dreamed. And what he did is he took out a blank check, and he wrote the number for you, and he paid for it. And how he paid for it wasn't through money. It was actually through coming down, God showing up in the form of a man with skin and arms. He looked like I did. Not exactly like I did, but I mean, like, similar. And he came, and he chose to be put on this massive torture device, which is a big wooden cross. You may have seen it. And he let people nail himself there and kill him. And the reason why he did that is because he wanted to show you that, look, I love you. I'm holding my hand out to you. There's something greater than than what you think matters in this world. And I'm going to show you the actual meaning to life. And he showed it through us because he didn't stay dead. He rose again. Three days later, Jesus comes back to life. Hundreds of people see him. They believe in him. And ever since then, People have been talking about him and his new way of living. And if we actually just give our lives to him, if, if we, like Philip, decide to actually follow PT, follow Jesus and go, you know what? I know that my friends are going to make fun of me. I know that my family might not like it. I know that my coach is going to hate it. I, I know that my girlfriend or my boyfriend isn't really going to be down with me actually following Jesus. But I don't care. I see what he's offering, and it's way better than what I've experienced, so I'm going to give it a shot. And that's all I'm asking you to do is give, you, give, give it a shot because the only way to live a life of meaning is to find your meaning in Jesus. And you can make the NHL, but it's not going to matter once you're retired and once your time comes. You, you can date and marry that guy, and it's not going to matter after you're gone. You can be incredibly liked, and it's not going to matter after you're gone. You can win that round of Fortnite. Yes, Lord. Amen. But it's not going to matter when you're gone. And the only thing that's going to matter is your relationship with Jesus and if you chose to actually follow him. And because of that, the only way to actually live a life of purpose, a life of something that matters, a life of meaning, is to actually give up trying to find meaning and give your meaning to Jesus and let him be where you find meaning. I'm going to pray and then we're going to break off into small groups. Uh, dear God, I thank you for today. I, I thank you that we can come together and talk about you. God, I thank you that when we were in the quicksand sinking, trying to get on our own, or maybe we were just trying to numb the pain by, by bringing in all these things, that, that you actually held out your hand and said, take it. Please, I want to pull you up. God, I thank you that you didn't just let us sink, that you actually came to us, came and died and rose again so that we might have this new life, this new way of living, that we might find our meaning in you, God. God, I pray as we go through this week and through this rest of the year that you would help us to find our meaning in you instead of these other things that are good, but they're not actually of any value. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.